0: Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for our wages. Listener discretion is
1: advised.
0: Look alive, Fringers. It's 2099 and we are live and loud in the underground. From the streets to the scar. Keep your chip hidden, your gun loaded, and never trade your soul for souls. Turn it up and let them know. Big Brother is watching. Time to put on a show.
2: Hello, Fringers. Howdy, Maitlands and Dietzes. Welcome to episode seven of Identico, of Neon Trails, an Identico actual play. I can't read my own copy that I wrote. It's going to be a great show. I'm your game runner, the Caleb G. It is spooky season. It is October. Let us say hello to our wonderful cast who can absolutely relax in a haunted house. First up, it's a ghost with the most. Mallow, playing Galen. Well, hello and boo. To ah! you. So scary. Content warning. Next, she herself is strange and unusual. It's wild playing B. Going
3: to a haunted house, just make sure that you knock on the door frame three times to let the spirits know that you're coming in. Say hello. And then when you leave, you say goodbye and knock another three times and leave.
2: Education. Now you know. Very good. See, this is entertaining. This is a wonderful show. Next up, he'll eat anything you want him to eat. He'll swallow anything you want him to swallow. Come on down. He'll chew on a Pete. Playing dog.
0: I had a question for you, but that's quite the introduction. I'll eat, uh, slurp, drink, whatever. Please, wink, please, wink. <laughs> Content warning. What was your question? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you said, "What's up, Maitres and Dietes?" Yeah, Maitres major and or, or Adidas. Uh, I I don't know which
2: would you like know. to be. I don't know. I, I feel know. like my o- <laughs> I feel like my opening jokes are funny only to me. So no, you- the Beetlejuice
4: puns are great. <laughs> Thank you, and I live for yeah. them. Thank you so Thank much you. for doing okay.
5: that.
2: You're they welcome. They
5: only have to be funny to you for Is what that it's a worth. You're the GM.
2: It was. It was the the Maitlands were the dead people, and the Dietzes were the ones that moved in with Lydia. It
3: appears we need more education.
2: I'm I'm so sorry, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Uh, But speaking of which, let's turn on that juice and see what shakes loose with Lauren playing drawl.
4: Hi yes. It's October. And you made Beetlejuice references. So it's it's one I'm of my favorite. It's such
2: a good movie. It's my favorite. I do. And halfway to heaven, halfway to hell, Ethan playing Mox.
5: Well, since someone already stole saying Beetlejuice three times, Candyman.
1: <laughs> Candyman.
0: <laughs> Infinitely scary. Not as charming. I'm looking for bees, but there's no bees.
5: We're okay. Have you heard that voice? Dude, that voice, his voice is liquid sex. I don't care what you say.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of that, let's go to our usual housekeeping. We are live here on Identico every Tuesday. Twitch.tv slash Identico. Alternating games of Chaos Incorporated and Neon Trail. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can see episode archives, how to play video series, and probably other stuff at some point over at YouTube.com Identico. Subscribe, leave us some comments, tell us your favorite uh, Halloween horror movie, Beetlejuice reference, sexy voice, whatever you want. Just interact with us, please. You can also interact with us on social media. Uh, look for us on, at Identico or at Humanoid Games on the social platform of your choice. Swing over to Identico. PlayIdentico.com to get the basic core rules for free. Pick up the beautiful book. Pick up the latest adventure, The Good Doctor. uh, The GM screen, stickers, merch, other stuff. If you're live with us right now, spend those channel points to give the gang some re-rolls. We will probably be needing them tonight, depending on how things go. And uh, check out our show affiliate, Greenleaf Geek, for some really cool dice that we all love. Uh, Mallow, any other announcements, housekeeping, anything else we need to give people the lowdown on? That's all. All right. Well, then let's jump in the Wayback Machine and figure out what happened last time. The crew inspected the Winnebago, finding trackers, a signal transponder, and a map of Dust Jockey territory. The trackers were pulled, but the transponder is left alone when Galen figured out it serves to protect the Winnebago from the kids, the DJs who patrol the desert surface. Drawl finds a secret door and enters with Dog and Bee. There they find two large garages of full custom war vehicles and tankers carrying an unknown substance. They leave the DJ facility without problem, take a break in the desert to remove some audio bugs, and place her tracker in a small mutant rodent then return to Solace. In Solace, they view Drawl's video of the mysterious vehicles and debate what to do next. All they can figure out for now is to go with events carefully and see what happens. Everyone returns to their respective homes and tries to relax from the stress of the day. As Drawl is dozing off, she hears the sound of her reputation rank on the job board dropping from a failed job. And with that sad note, we will pick up the game. Uh, I think maybe after a few fitful hours of sleep, Drawl wakes back up and tell us what happens.
4: (sighs) Am I going to get a cigarette or... Plummeted. I can plummet it. No one's going to take me seriously. Anymore. Do we have to pay if that? got to find out where I really stand. Figure out what the fuck's going on out there. Can't whine too much. I made this choice.
1: Uh, just, just a quick, quick character question at the moment. Is is Draw listening to My Chemical Romance in the background? You don't know me.
5: <laughs> it's not a phase, that's no, for sure. It's
1: never a phase, mom. It's, never, no.
5: it's clearly hurt, either the Nine Inch Nails or Johnny Cash version. Oh, it's the Johnny Cash version. Oh, it better God, be. Yeah. I'm a Nin fan, so I feel it. Oh, gee. I mean... Obviously. It's amazing. Don't... All right, never mind. Mox, we'll talk about this in character.
2: <laughs> Somewhere across Solace, Argos is just playing Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Came on automatically. Don't know how it happened. So, Draw, it is... It's very early morning or late night, depending on how you count it. And you see this, and... Uh, you're, you're in your feels about it. What are we going to do?
4: Uh, ah. Going to do the only thing we know how to do. That is to bury it, bury it deep, deep, deep inside behind a wall that no one else is allowed to get into and uh, hope I can repress it long enough for it to become trauma. So I'm going to... I'm gonna just go forth and start my day like I always do. Gonna look up what they're throwing out news-wise at the metros. I like to keep myself apprised to the brainwashing. And I guess I'm gonna try to figure out a more detailed account of my standing. Damn it.
2: So you flip on various news channels. Uh, corporate stuff in the in the metroplexes is pretty bog standard. nothing wild happening. Um, there are some news reports out of Angel City discussing some of the rebuilding efforts being done in the wake of the uh, benevolent tower tragedy and how these uh these poor individuals who relied on benevolent and the corporate infrastructure are struggling now in wake of this local terrorism to go about their day but with with the support of benevolent they they will rebuild and become stronger uh international news shows everything pretty much like it is you know typical five-second-to-midnight kind of doom-scrolling. Uh, some interesting news reports of the mining happening out in space. Uh, nothing you haven't seen before, uh, but there's a little bit about some tragedies on a space station, uh, some sort something. something, uh, something crashed into something else and... Everybody died, but, you know, that's normal for space mining. So my pay grade. Exactly. Uh, Nothing jumps out at you as different than the normal state of the world. When you finally have it under control a bit and can swing over to look at kind of what really happened with, with your rating and your ranking for your jobs here in Solace... Um, you see that it's not as bad as you thought. You basically dropped a tier. So, think of this as like a a 10-tier system. And within the tier, there might be like five levels. So, like, you can see how you're climbing the rankings. So, it's not just... Like a five-star Uber rating, you've got 10 tiers, and you can kind of be halfway up or wherever you are in these different ratings. You were you were floating in like the low eights, and you are now a high six. So it dropped down, it didn't kill you, it it didn't destroy everything. Uh, but it definitely pulled you out of the running for some of the jobs you had previously enjoyed, which had a lot more flexibility and a lot higher pay.
4: Now oh, I'm just normal.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> you're not starting over from scratch, but this is where a lot of the above average, but not elite, people exist so there's a lot more competition you had really set yourself apart from the rest of solace and other people outside of solace that use this board so you you'd earned pretty high uh reputation and ranking and now you're ahead of the middle of the pack but still kind of shoulder to shoulder with a lot of people
4: Okay. So, uh, upon seeing this straw will, um, change from my chemical romance to the used. Um, so we're not out of the dark yet, but feeling a little better, you know, Mm -hmm. a little more hopeful. And, um, so she puts her, she puts her elbows on her knees and she, she takes off her sunglasses and pulls, pulls back her hoodie. You know, runs her fingers through her hair. Um, big, deep breath. (sighs) Honestly, punishment was worth the grind. Probably made out better on this end than on the other, whatever. I'll get up high enough. Just gonna be scrounging the bottom for a minute.
2: Now, one of the things about this job board, you can look at the details of your previous jobs and you can see feedback from the client. And having worked your way up the ranks before, you know that if there is a problem, a failure, a complaint, you can kind of click into that feedback, dig into it, read it, review it. There is an appeal process
4: I'm just thinking about it, girl. I ain't gonna do it. Um, she... knows that there's an appeal process and she even goes into the details and... kind of skims and then closes it down and sets sets the glow beside her. Enough. Enough. It's not gonna help. You're already in this steep. You pursue it anymore. You and your friend's asses are gonna be on the line. Just... Fucking suck it up, buttercup.
2: So with that mental resolve in place, uh, you go about the rest of your morning routine and maybe head off into Solace to get some breakfast?
4: Oh, for sure. I'm gonna need a bagel. All
2: right. As you head off into solace uh, i think maybe the camera pans away from the very early dawn of solace where there's still some revelry from the night before there's still a lot of uh, merchants kind of cleaning up a lot of the people that were selling food and drinks and a variety of substances for the nightlife we're kind of cleaning up and winding down and some of the breakfast merchants are setting up their shops for the day. Uh, it's very quiet, but it's busy. So the camera can kind of pan across that for a little bit. And maybe we we find our way over to Galen, who's in the Winnebago. And uh, I think Galen is sleeping a little fitfully, coming, in and out of some very rough dreams that blur a little bit of reality and a little bit of memory and a little bit of that fantasy world that dreams live in. What's going on in Galen's sleepy brain right now?
1: Galen has got a lot of. Galen has flashbacks to a lot of different things that are happening all at once. Uh, seeing the tower fall, then flashing into a fight with a rove in a hallway, seeing a lot of people die around him and getting for cover and then it's flashing the last sort of thing that he's seeing in that particular piece is a human on fire but not running on fire just on fire just and then, dealing with
2: it just standing there
1: almost as if they wanted to be on fire Hmm. And then he would wake up at that.
2: So I think Galen does that very typical coming out of a dream uh, kind of jolt awake where it felt very real. And then as the... Reality of the Winnebago kind of settles in with that comfort. He's a little bit unsure for a moment which one is the dream. Like he he was just there in the heat of the moment in the benevolent tower. Is 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 the Winnebago the dream? Is he is he disassociating and and thinking something as he's in the middle of this firefight? Did he get hurt? Is he in a coma? Uh, wait, no. And he bounces back and forth for a second, but then. The, the that breath kind of settles. you realize you're awake, you feel the sheets, you smell the Winnebago that kind of settles in, helps you remember. okay this is this is now. that was then.
1: And, and he kind of takes the hand off his pistol at that point, realizing mm-hmm. that it's still sitting there, kind of always laying next to him. And he'll just sort of kind of, like, relax, like, okay. (sighs) And just kind of, like, do one of those sort of things. And then just kind of, like, plop back onto the sheets and onto the pillow uh, for a bit. And just kind of stare up at the top of this Winnebago that's kind of rusty and dead and just kind of dirty. Um, And just kind of, like, sit there and, like it's not like a hangover. Like he wasn't like drunk and things like that from the night before, but like you almost have to steal yourself to be like, okay, I've got to go do this for a day. Now I've got to go be a human again. You know, I've got to get up out of this bed and things like that. Uh, And he's going to just kind of stare there for a few uh, before he eventually does get out of bed uh, and starts to kind of like get his day going and stuff like that.
2: And as you're going through your routine, it's a normal routine. It feels normal. But then after a few minutes, you're getting dressed. You're finding that, that shirt that is just the right amount of not too dirty to wear. Uh, you grab a, a cup of coffee, knock a cigarette butt out of it pour some something stale out of the out of the coffee machine into it kind of shuffle back and forth kicking some stuff around you suddenly realize that you're you've been maneuvering yourself to avoid your nightstand in your eyeline mm-hmm. because on your nightstand is a picture of your family and kind of unconsciously as you came out of this odd, traumatic flashback, your brain just didn't want to also add that stress to the moment. But as you're getting settled, your eyes fall on that picture.
1: And it's, the kid in it is very young like maybe one and a half two and the woman in it is got dark curly hair uh, tan complexion and Galen is clearly in a Corp security uniform when you look at it and everybody's smiling everybody's excited it's like taken like inside an apartment almost around like like holiday time almost you know so, like, there's some festive things and stuff going on in the background. It's very well lit and stuff like that. But it's it's clearly somebody snapped it at a party or something along those lines. Like, you know, where, where everybody was together and stuff like that. And it's in a... It's sort of taped together. It's not in, like, a perfect kind of, like... Uh, you know, it, like, the, the picture frame is kind of dirty and a little bit broken and stuff like that. Because maybe it was grabbed and, like quickly um, and, and sort of thrown, you know, through and stuff like that. And it's been in the Winnebago. So of course it's going to gather some dust and dirt and crud and things like that around it. But, you know, the the middle of it's clear enough to make everything out.
2: And I think maybe Galen picks it up and looks at it for a second, kind of settles into his feelings for a minute, puts it down. Goes through the rest of his morning routine. And then comes back, finds his way back to that picture again. And uh, you're worried.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... it's... He's going to pick up his glow at that point, too, and just start checking messages. Just sitting on the side of the bed, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, uh, and he's in all black, you know, but no boots on and stuff like that yet. He's just going to pick up a glow and start kind of checking messages and things like that. Um, he's going he's gonna to do through a secure subnet mm-hmm. uh, and start looking for a specialized kind of dead drop that he's got. Uh, and he's going to just start seeing if there's any messages there with it.
2: So you're scrolling through your messages... Typical spam email, typical spam messages. Uh, you've got a couple contacts out in this bounty hunting world that you you, uh, you keep track of. You keep track of some of your friends. Uh, you keep tabs on some of your enemies. Uh, so there's some messages across the board ranging of like, oh, hey, I survived, or I took this killer job, or don't go here and a list of coordinates shit got bad. And then a couple of messages are like, Hey, go fuck yourself. I just brought in 10 grand, like things like that. It's LinkedIn
1: for bounty hunters.
2: <laughs> it's LinkedIn for bounty hunters. There's that there's that one really annoying person that is like posting super inspirational. Get the hustle, get oh, the absolutely. grind. Yeah. Uh, and and oh it's you can so... do it
1: today and
2: bring in that bad guy like right what what's stopping you from bringing down the guy that's holed up with three rovs and giant machine guns yourself yes. just go do it yep. grab the day that hashtag kind of get thing. those
1: souls yeah definitely <laughs> hashtag
2: sling the sling the lead um
1: <laughs> you sort
2: through all that it's it's normal. You, you, you're you hesitating going to, to the kind of the secure net and the dead drop, but eventually you go in. Uh, there's a couple from some very trusted individuals where you're trading key information for the job.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but then there is that one very specific ultra secure where uh, you have set up... A heavily coded, heavily encrypted line of communication with an old partner from the force.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: And you click into it and you don't see anything right away. You see some of the old messages, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have a cadence here with this old individual, your old partner. And... It's not abnormal to not see a message, but it's definitely around that time where you should be seeing a message.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And so you're a little bit nervous. But then you realize it's loading. You're out here in the middle of nowhere. Obviously there's some signal interference from Solace itself and some of the security measures in place.
1: 7G's not hitting quite as well.
2: Right. Uh, but eventually it loads, and in this coded message, the overall indication is that everyone's fine okay um details are scant, which hurts but is necessary for the safety of your family mm-hmm. uh. There, there is a mention that there was uh, a small incident at school, mm-hmm. but it was just childhood bullying that went a little bit too far, and one of the kids got suspended. Got it. But other than that, things are fine. Everyone's alive.
1: For the first time in a little while, uh Galen will reply in Latin Dionasis gratis agaratibi and then hit send.
2: And you know that the uh the security of this subnet, there's not gonna be an immediate response. Uh, but you send it off.
1: Yeah. It's not a... The way that he's got this working is... It's like it's like a physical dead drop every once in a while. You yeah. got to go look for it. Like, it's not going to alert anybody. It's right. not going to ping cell towers and things like that. Like, it's just yeah. there. Go fetch it.
2: Yeah. You have to physically go to a specific location in the city mm-hmm. with the right... Encoding and decoding on your glow to even access this mailbox.
1: Yeah. Galen, you Galen can is access it the,
2: from where you are.
1: Right. But that's only because Galen's outside of the city. If he right. was inside the city, it would be same protocol. He would have to do yeah. the same thing. Yep. Yep. And, and he set that up very poignant, like very purposefully to mm-hmm. do it that way.
2: And with that being done, you head out of the Winnebago. Uh, Bill's out there still snoring in his lawn chair, leg thrown up over one of the arms. Uh no boots, no socks, just jean shorts.
1: Bill I'm gonna make sure Bill's sleeping correctly. Oh like he's just Bill, snoring. He's just snoring everything, has, okay? Bill has real bad sleep apnea. Okay. <laughs> you can hear him. Yeah. He's just gonna make sure that the cigarette is 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 takes it out of his mouth and just sets it in the yeah. tray so it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it's still lit, it's, you know, not going to fall he, and actually hurt himself. Even you know. though he's
2: still asleep, he he swipes at your hand and grabs it and brings it back for a drag. <laughs> it's
1: like his pacifier. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. It's
2: it, a safety blanket.
1: Yeah. Um, And then Galen's just going to kind of, like, with, with trying not to, like, wake Bill and stuff like that, he's just going to kind of, like, walk off into the city because he's going to start trying to... He, he needs some breakfast he needs some more coffee he's running sure. out of stuff in the in the, the bago and stuff like that so he's gonna start going around the doing some rounds throughout the city and stuff like that
2: yeah uh while that is happening why don't we zip over to dog's place so dog and Mox hey are waking up after whatever happened last night.
5: I will say, if I may, the previous night, as in the last three hours prior to uh, dog waking up, Mox did not really sleep, was sitting on the couch where he has been allowed to sleep, chain-smoking, and occasionally pulling up and opening the hidden files with the passwords with the basic designs and layouts for his pride and joy in terms of dark wave generator, and just sitting there looking at it and muttering, no, nothing. Argos it again, <sighs> and dogs by Pink Floyd has just been on repeat all night, and Argos gives him a little, mm-hmm. you're gonna complain about me wanting to play a song called dogs Really? Really? All right.
2: Uh, robot Dog Shrug. So, Man, okay. That's qu- what he's been up to. So, question about Argos. Uh, at this point in his design stage, is does his face have that, uh, still like a typical dog face, or do you have a screen there where there's like a, an
5: LED kind of display of a dog face? Despite Mox's uh, predilection for modifying himself, he actually has attempted to, in as much as possible, especially aesthetically, maintain the appearance of a real Doberman. Okay, okay.
2: So, so there's no uh, emojis playing across Argos's screen to communicate with you. Gotcha. All right. So. Uh yeah, you've been working on that a little bit. Dog starts to wake up. It's Yeah. After dawn, but not quite after
5: dawn. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Morning? You know you talk in your sleep. Hmm, what is say? Honestly, I think I tried not to pay too much attention to it. I was worried, you know, might be overhearing something, some devious uh, plan of yours, you know. That's a shame. I'm very wise, even in my sleep. Well, if I'm still here tomorrow, I'll make sure to get a journal for you. Write it all down.
0: Mm. That sounds great, man. Whatever.
5: You want some coffee? I mean, since Yeah, if you're,
0: Yeah, if you're fixing, I'll take Yeah, I'll take some.
5: Oh, just but. goes up. Ab- Go ahead. Uh, just goes about. Getting coffee and all that for you. Thanks, babe. <laughs> if I, what's your name? Oh, you.
0: <laughs>
5: Max. Cox and you. I... Man. oh man, well, I love you, Max. I would. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I hadn't woken up and said someone's uh, wrong name. I right <sighs> Just messing with you. Uh, And as Mox pours uh, or hands over the, you know, stained mug uh, with the coffee over to Dog, there's this moment during that little exchange where Mox gets this quick look across his face, because this is the first time in a while he's had a community where that type of thing ever happened. Like... At least a decade, so just having that there's kind of a moment where he just, and then passes the mug over.
0: That's very sweet. That's out of kit. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe, my, no. Yeah,
5: dogwood. That's very sweet. So, what's uh, the plan for today then, eh? Well, almost sec. excellent foley work.
0: That's uh, go a good cup of coffee. I don't know. <laughs> As a matter of after what we saw, I mean, I moved out here to get away from that shit. And now they've just got an underground mega Metroplex now. So, whatever. Why are we what you what, what what do you think? What
5: do we do? What do we got what do we got going on? Honestly, I don't know. Um I know that I met you all when I was trying to make a fail, trying to fund some further re <laughs> Oh no, 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 please. Continue. Uh, I I'm fascinated. I mean I can hear you while well. I'm drinking. I can't hear myself is the problem. Anyway, I was saying that when uh, I met up with you all... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's too loud for you? Mm-mm. It's the morning stretch. Keep them... Keep them leggies loose. All right. Anyway, I was trying to make some money, and now that got fuck-old, and then we got hired for a job so that I could get more money off on my research, and then that got fuck-old. So I guess, um... I'm no better off. In fact, I'm a little bit worse than I was. Well, um, well, a from lot of fun. A lot of that going on around here. So I guess redo of the whole make money thing? What's money matter, man? Actually, uh, quite a lot, actually. Um, so. part- parts aren't cheap. Um, you know, None of this that I'm trying to do here is cheap. Finding my own place wouldn't be cheap, I mean, if that's something I need to do, either. I mean, it, uh, listen, I'm just telling you that
0: Mercury, Venus, little penis over there in the fucking uh, underground thing. Like, he's got this forest set up and all these military vehicles. He's just going to take over. It's going to be Angel City all over again. Yeah, sure. Get on the ground floor. Get your house. You use, get you
5: some souls. I don't know. You yeah. all right. You seem yeah. a little downtrodden. You know, you're normally. I can't say I always understand what you say, but you usually say it with you know, a little bit of levity in your voice. And today you're found in the dump. I'd appreciate if you didn't, you know, make fun of my house, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you, um, and I'm you gonna. do notice that uh, Mox has actually straightened up just a touch.
0: Yeah, looks good in here. See, (laughs) I keep a good house.
5: Chain smoking gives you that, you know,
0: (laughs) manic energy sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for thanks for tidying up. Appreciate it. It's it's just, you know, you know, dog's not, you know, out of character. Shocker, dog is not one for sharing his emotions or feelings normally aside from anger and uh, determination to get some item or whatever, um, but yeah, I was just like yeah, you know, man. Like I, I don't know if you know this. I used to live in Angel City, and and that was cool, but it really wasn't. It sucked. Metroplexes suck. I moved out here to try to have like you know, this is like the one final place where it's like an actual meritocracy, but like. You know, you get out what you put into it. That's fucking not the case there. Just work underneath Benevolent's thumb all day. Push the button, push the button. And now it's just happening all over again with some other different weird dude
5: in a leotard. I completely understand. I, I agree. I was never... I'm a fan of the plexus in theory, but unfortunately so many of the corpse... In the last 110, 120 years, we've made such incredible advances and yet so little of it has gone to actually make the lives of people better, only gone to make people's pockets swell more. Yeah. Yeah, not even in the impressive spot.
0: Just.
5: Oh, I mean, you did say, "What good is money?" I'll tell you. I've I've heard some stories. You know, <laughs> you can do that too. <laughs> I guess you got a point. So anyway, don't. You can have to a point much. if you want. It doesn't have to. I Where mean, it can we... be wherever you want. You know, the sky's the limit with this type of thing.
0: Oh yeah. Well, so like, what are we? What are we gonna do, man? I don't know. Well,
5: um, we. <laughs> I hate this. It has been so long since I've relied on other people, and here I feel Mm. out of my depth. Yeah. All right. So maybe, I don't know, the Windy Bagel guy or the angry underground specialist person, maybe they'll have some ideas.
0: They seem pretty cool. I'll tell you what, man. B's pretty... Breeze pretty reliable, I will
5: say that. So, give her a chance. They oh, have I have figure. no doubt. I mean, she knows, <laughs> she knows more about technology than any of the rest of you fuckers, and that's enough to get my respect.
0: Well, either. <laughs> Let's...
5: She's not I here, say you don't fuckers have to worry that
0: thick. Oh, I
5: Come didn't on. say more than me. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't say more than me. I said more than you. <laughs> oh. What part? Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you think whatever you want
0: to. As soon as I got a goddamn UFO flying in the air, you gonna be thinking different.
2: <laughs> and
0: speaking uh, of B, I think the
2: camera can pull away here from this touching uh, home, home, uh, homemaker conversation. B, I think, I think B also had a rough night. She, um, she went and visited Ferdy. Got got some new clothes after burning the old ones. Super worried, super paranoid, did go back to her place to rest. How did the night treat bee?
3: Per usual, instead of resting because of the worry, B did not sleep. Um instead, B is wrecking her house. Ooh with plans and drawings and schematics. You'll be has at least three writing utensils in both ears and also kind of stuck in their hair. Very um, dark circles under their eyes. There's cans upon cans of energy drinks and sodas and mm-hmm instant coffee powders spilled across the floor, um, and... she's muttering under her breath, Oh no, that can't be right. We just need some more protection. And there's just more and more schematics crumpling up some, and just super hyper-focused on trying to make something to not only make to protect uh, their house, but furties, and dogs, and draws, and if Galen lets them, probably the Winnebago as well. And there's just, it's chaos, about as chaotic as their mind.
2: And after coming into this scene and observing for a few minutes, there is a soft knock on the door, which I don't think B hears right away. And then it gets a little louder and a little more forceful.
3: What? What? Come in. It's never locked.
2: And Ferdy walks in.
3: Oh, hey, Ferdy. Sorry.
2: And Ferdy is wearing very casual clothes for Ferdy. Uh, very casual comfortable kind of athletic leisure wear track pants um a snug tank top with a like a, a hoodie kind of jacket jersey material over it and they are carrying with them a little box a takeout box with... Some really good coffee, really good, probably your favorite place in solace. uh breakfast sandwich, a couple pastries, and they they walk in and they set it on the table and kind of lean back and they look around um, this is a lot
3: quick, and he's going to sweep. <laughs> their arm off, like, the rest of the counter to give Ferdy somewhere to sit. <laughs> I-, I can explain. I... I can't explain. How are you? What- what's in the box? What? How can I help you?
2: <laughs> well, I figured from your state of mind last night that you would need some food. So, I want you to eat this right now. While I am watching you, so that I know you are taken care of and you don't forget about it like all the other times you've done.
3: Okay. A little too well, I guess. He's gonna take food in both hands and just start talking over mouthfuls of food. Well so um yeah, this is good. Um and the excitement you can tell or Ferdy can tell is kind of like not really excitement it's more like anxious manic like I'm just trying to do this stuff so that Ferdy is happy kind of thing um, I I just know that we need protection I I can't again, tell you what's going on, but, uh, I do think that we might need to find more salvage so that we can get all this stuff done.
2: Okay, okay, um, I get it, but I don't know what this is. You haven't explained anything.
3: Protection! You see, there's there's some walls, uh, we can put some security in in, in your place, and the Far bligh um i got these and, you know hold up like sheaves of paper i got these for uh the vehicles and um in that corner over there the crumpled ones uh those were ideas but i just i spilled some coffee on them so if you have any other paper i could make more of them but, um
2: okay okay
3: look at this turret we can put it on your house
2: okay we- Relax, breathe, okay. breathe. Why? Why though? Why are you doing this? Why are you having these designs? What is going on that is making you have the need to do this? I need to understand.
3: Well, as you know, the waste is full of a lot of very scanger, scanger scary Scangerous, dangerous,
2: scangerous, dangerous, yeah, dangerous things.
3: Scary, dangerous, dangerous things. And, um, well, uh, we found a group that is basically like corpo light, from what I understand. I, I don't know any corpos, but these—they really had that corpo vibe. And um, we're a little too close for comfort. They—they they took our shit. They bugged us, and they sent us back out here with a leash.
2: But you're alive.
3: Yeah, we're alive, but at what cost? They probably know where we live now.
2: (sighs) And Ferdy kind of stretches and, and walks around the room a little bit. You know... You know I've been out here for a while, right?
3: Yeah. You're the, yeah. one of the people that helped find me.
2: And I've told you the stories about... Uh, where I was before this, you remember?
3: Yeah. You a badass.
2: <sighs> Just... I... I know it's scary. I know this is kind of the first time you're experiencing this, and I get it. here, here we're safe. and life is is good and different. It's it's happy. It's joyful. We can do what we want. There's a great degree of freedom. and and you've really been lucky to I know. To, to have this, and I'm so glad that you didn't have to experience the worst part of this world in order to enjoy the best part of it that we have here.
3: Why, I want to protect it.
2: Have I know.
3: Have you ever seen... There's, It's an army, Ferdy.
2: Be... I've... I've dealt with armies. I've led armies. It doesn't change. There's always a leash. There's always someone holding it. There's always someone pulling. We are very lucky here in Solace to be able to have freedom and live the life we want to, but there's still people we're responsible to and that give us instructions and orders. Just because we're out here not under the corporate thumb doesn't mean we still don't have jobs. It's a different type of leash. It's a it's a fence instead of a leash, but this is life. This is the way the world works. Let's take this one day at a time. This is not the end of the world. There's always someone coming up in the world, thinking they can change it, thinking they can leave their mark on it. Who, who, who did you find? Who did you encounter? Is some some gang out there that you ran across while you were doing your job? Some thugs, scavengers, what was it?
3: All of the above, plus some, they have 30, they have, a secret facility underground. They have, they have trees. They took our shit to make more trees. Who does
0: that?
2: Well, I was okay with underground, because so much of what we do is underground. Half of Solace is underground.
3: That's fine. the The trees? Trees? They have real cheese.
2: What kind of cheese?
3: Really good cheese. And grapes.
2: Hmm.
3: Have you ever seen a grape before? I only ever read about them.
2: All right. Okay.
3: There's cameras everywhere. They wear boring clothes.
2: Okay. All right. Let's let's figure this out together. Okay, we're, we're, do, we're gonna do this together. And at this point, Ferdy is standing above you, not like overpowering you, but more protecting you. It's that very close, I'm here with you, I'm supporting you. I think they are kind of in front of you and they pick up your hands at this point and they're holding both of your hands in their hands. This is not something you have to deal with alone. You have your friends that you work with. You have me. You have your family here in Solace. All of these ideas are amazing, and I love them, and we will use them. But we're going to think and discuss and figure things out first so that we are not uh, spinning our wheels and wasting our energy so we can act efficiently and effectively, and everyone can be safe. Okay.
3: Hey, Ferdy. Please mm. your hands. I just. Do we call like a meeting? What do what do we do? Do we keep working for these people? Because they ha- there are. Making us work for them. <sighs> How We're, do we do this?
2: Like I said. It's just one day at a time. We're all working for somebody else.
3: Who are you working for? I thought you worked for yourself.
1: (laughs) That's...
2: That's a story for another time.
3: Do they also have a secret facility? No. And an army? No,
2: we... Solace has a different type of army let's hey. let's talk about really what happened let's tell the whole story let's start from the other day when you and dog were in the bar and we'll go from there and we're gonna f- okay. fade out from that story <laughs> and s- circle back to drawl is draw is in a little breakfast spot. There is a natural cavern, and there's kind of like a food cart set up on one side and some stools and tables set up along the wall. And Drawl has chosen a spot in the back corner with her back to the wall. So she's got great view of the other tables and the food stand and walking up to the table carrying uh, two mismatched steaming mugs of coffee and balancing. No, not balancing like a pinned under their arm, like a little kind of paper bag with some pastries in it is the person that you came here to meet. And who is that person?
4: I don't actually know the name of this person. I just know what they go by online and they go by the paperboy. Um, and I like to meet the paperboy um, when I'm in when I'm feeling pretty low, because usually the paperboy has uh, jobs that can either help me create connections to other bigger jobs, um, can get me the information that I just don't have solid yet due to what they can do. Well, I don't know how they do it, whether they hack, whether they know somebody, whether they're on the opposite side. I just know that I come to this person and I want clarity.
2: So the paper boy sits down and he's wearing a hoodie. Sits down with the coffee, sets down the pastry, throws the hood back. He's got a like a dark black knit cap on. Takes a sip. Rips off a piece of this kind of sweet bread, like a loaf of sweet bread uh, with some I like real nice, rich cream and some roasted nuts, and dips it in their co- his coffee and takes a bite. So, uh, what's up? Normally, we just talk online. Why are we here? I mean, I like the food, but.
4: I didn't really want to say what I got to say. Oh, Where it could be traced or hacked or anything like that, so. Appreciate meeting you, with can I have one of those? Are you can I Oh yeah.
2: Okay oh. And he like he was he was about to put a piece in his mouth and he's like, You want this one?
4: Yes, I very much do. You were gonna eat them all and not offer me any rude. This
2: is why we meet online. I don't have to share. Jeez.
4: Sharing's not always bad. I mean most of the time, so <sighs> okay. But anyway. What I want what, to talk to you
2: about. Yes. What do you want to talk to me about in one of the most secure facilities in the world? Solace. No one's going to listen to us ever.
4: Are you like trying to psych me out so I don't tell you? what? what what's your what's your aim here, buddy guy?
2: <laughs> you you've lived here forever. You know that this is like information highway. There's always information being traded.
4: You right you right so that
2: guy that guy over there has like 15 glows on him that he's recording shit on hey tommy
4: yeah what's up tommy how's it Ann? good that's
2: good i just gives anyway. you the nod the nod uh, oh the
4: the nod yes yeah Tommy's nice. all right
2: I like that one. all right like tommy. What, um, come on lay it on me what you got
4: so she uh, leans forward, like, on her forearms, kind of getting as close as she can to the side of his head.
2: He, 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 he scoots away a little bit, because this yeah. is, like, way too personal space.
4: Come closer! Oh my god. What? Yeah. What? 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 What do you know about what the dust jockeys actually do?
2: They kill everybody? And keep killing them.
4: I had to run in. Me and my crew had to run in. Well, and uh
2: Good for good for you, you're alive.
4: Yeah, that's the weird part, and what we saw. And she's like being extra sure to like cover her mouth when she talks so her lips can't be read. Mm -hmm. Um, she knows what she's doing she could talk openly anywhere and oh yeah she's got no decorum but she's got that going for her um so we got in I can show you what we recorded
2: recorded a a bunch of weirdos in the desert killing people that you escaped from like I don't want to see weird torture porn.
4: Not on a Tuesday. More like a giant garden deep under the ground, robots controlled as well as crew controlled and fucking giant barrels of bullshit that we don't even use anymore in a huge basement. (coughs) Tickle. (sighs) Including like fuel we don't even use anymore. Huge underground warehouses. You ever fucking
2: heard about that? Okay, okay. Slow down. You're saying I mean there's always there's always underground shit. There's a ton of shit out here that's buried from before and the corpse taken dump out here that I don't want people to find. That's normal. There's always old fuel reserves, And most of them are dried up. Not but like this. Have you been working too hard?
4: Mm-hmm. Are, you, are
2: you just are you just losing it? What? This isn't like you.
4: I ran. He went down over this job. You know, to tell um, somebody what I found. Oh, OK. OK. We didn't have a choice. I took a job then they found us, and then like our courier was, like, attacked, and then we just had this thing, and <laughs> Jenna, we had this thing, and hmm. Big Bad, Zaddy wanted it, so we gave it, because how else are we going to get out? But we got safe passage through territory, we've got all these other great things, but, like, I did not know that these boneheaded, dumbass, base motherfuckers had an underground garden and thousands of square feet of war cruisers equipped with…
2: Well, this, this is getting more and more interesting and more and more confusing. Uh, the more you say things the, these words are, are weird
4: yeah I don't feel great coming out either so
2: hmm I don't I, just need- I don't feel like you're bullshitting me I, I feel like this is real you actually went and saw something weird it's not just a video you saw or like a weird hallucination from being out in the desert too long You weren't too near the scar, and you got all jacked up.
4: So you're trying to write off my experience as a hallucination. I'm... When have I ever steered you wrong? Don't answer that.
2: Because that was like five without even thinking.
4: (laughs) We could make it a round number if you want. Um, And no, I'm just kidding, my dude. Um, (laughs) I am just saying... If you catch any wind, any information, if you know of anything, if 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 corpos are moving toward Jockey territory in any way. I mean, I'm sure they've got tunnels. I'm sure there's maps. I'm sure there's routes, if anything passes through the system that comes from some contact screen name, zone that you don't trust. I want to know about it. Because then you know what I'm working with here. What my friends are working with.
2: Okay. I mean, I've always got my ear on the grid for everything. You know that. Um,
4: this... Yeah, but when are you going to get me my vinyls that I wanted? I asked for two vinyls, Florence and the Machine and Rush 2112, and you still haven't got a hold of those for me. It's been like six years.
2: My guy is working on it. I'm
4: sure it is. And she's gonna she's gonna lean forward and uh, take a drink of his coffee. <sighs> Rude. Now it's got a little extra love. Thanks okay. for listening unwillingly. Uh, you're such a great friend. <laughs> mm,
2: uh, okay, but for real. You're you're working with the DJs, but they're not
4: not with. Just not a hindrance to we're Hmm. neutral to them, maybe further leaning on the happy side than the sad face side. I could travel through the territory. I got extra maps on my glow like,
2: I mean, that's huge. Yeah, are, are you... but I'm not
4: doing jobs. I'm not doing jobs for them. I'm not aligned. Fuck hmm. that.
2: All right. Well, I'll I'll figure out what I can figure out. But uh, I guess stay safe.
4: It'll probably be fine,
2: right? <laughs> I probably. mean, probably. <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong with a syndicate of deranged murderers?
4: It's probably fine.
2: Probably fine.
4: Put it in the, put it in the ethos.
2: Okay. All right. Well, um, I'll see if I can make some sense out of all of this nonsense. And uh, I'll talk to you later.
4: Yeah. If anybody comes to me and asks what we've talked about here, we didn't. Right? Obviously. Okay, sweet. Awesome. (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little more paranoid than usual. Just trying to get my info first before I get those happy, happy comforts. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, if I if I hear anything different, I'll tell you. If, but this is this is bonkers. So I I have no idea.
4: You're the best one, bonkers paper boy.
2: I'm putting this on your tab.
4: Wait, and as she backs away, wait, what's on my tab?
2: Don't worry about it.
4: And then she puts her hand, um, she she turns, puts her hand up and then puts her hand in her pocket. Like imagine someone walking through like an alley where it's raining and it's got some cool lo-fi in the background. That's what's happening.
2: So let's let's fast forward a little bit. Um, it is late afternoon. Everyone has a hat on. Everybody's
1: putting hats on. I gotta put a hat on. That's all I got right now. Uh,
2: the the group is getting together at the Winnebago for a little bit of fresh air. People are people have filtered in a little bit. I think uh, I think Dog and Mox are probably the last to arrive, but. Galen, you've got a, a fire going, mm-hmm. little little char, charcoal stove, maybe.
1: Just like and, one of those little outdoor kind of things, you know? Yeah, like a little bocce grill,
2: C- cooking up something. And uh, everyone's getting together to figure out what y'all are going
5: to do next. Well, hello, everyone. Isn't it wonderful to see your beautiful faces this morning? I'm glad none of you looks down in the dumps, paranoid or uh, traumatized by our experience.
1: Uh, Galen is uh, focused on the cooking, but does a behind-the-back throw of a pack of cigarettes to Mox.
5: Oh, bless your soul. ah. <laughs> And Mox just splits the pack open and uh, divides it in half with B.
3: Thank you. B puts what? two behind each ear, one in her mouth, and then one down in her shirt.
2: Galen, what are you cooking? Because it's not an identical show if we're not talking about <laughs> someone cooking. cooking food.
1: Well, and it's smell gonna be
2: with the Galen.
1: It's it's a type of kebabs because we're not you know we're getting some Mm. gamey kind of thing that's going on out here but he went to the market you know went shopping stuff like that he's got some beverages and things like that you know he's trying to make it as cozy as possible uh easiest thing to pull together was some kebabs that he can put over the grill uh it's been a little while since he was able to get some of those materials and stuff like that so uh, you might have a tab now at the local grocer, but, you know, it's worth it to uh, to get a decent meal going. Uh, maybe maybe slightly inspired by, you know, the real food that we just tried to partake in uh, yeah. at the DJ's place.
2: Yeah. So you've got probably some wild onions, some cactus.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
2: Definitely, definitely not meat. That you're familiar with, but it's meat.
1: It's it's kinda it's very gamey, but but we've yeah. we've tenderized it and we've we've uh we've gotten a little bit of a, a, a base going and stuff like that on it to kinda kinda yeah. chill the, the, the gaminess in it, you know?
3: Yeah. G- Galen, I uh Ferdy gave me some some meat if you want some. It's not desert rat.
1: I mean, throw let's throw it on there and get going then. All right. So we get that on there.
5: Uh Galen's cooking,
1: cooking by the way, just now.
5: As Galen is cooking, Mox uh through some deep-seated genetic requirement steps up beside him and goes, "You gonna you gonna flip that?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Ah, uh, yes. Uh Galen, Galen gives a couple twirls of the uh, tongs that he that are duct taped together. By the way, so these are these are these are they, they, it's got a spring in it. Like they're not normally tongs, but he made them into tongs. Um, and to he kind of gives little, little t- yeah little pieces not of crap something saddle. else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and does give it a flip. You know.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's looking real good. Yeah, that's yeah, looking yeah.
1: Good. Yeah, you know how we do. We know how we do. Yeah. you've got you've got
2: some like some some crusty bread you've got uh, maybe some kind of creamy dip just kind of you know some stuff you picked up at the store
1: he points over to a a small red cooler uh it's, it's kind of painted well yeah and, and some definite burn marks on the outside but he's like hey i went by Ferdy's. uh beers in the beers in the chest
2: So I, I think we can watch this meal take place over a little bit. Everyone is on edge, but it's starting to be sunset. We've got the lights of solace, that warm neon, uh, lifting up from the canyon. We've got the, the, the sun starting to come down over the mesas in the desert casting. Dark oranges, dark purples, dark blues. There is a degree of comfort here. Uh, Even with the light pollution from Solace, you can still see stars. Many of them are satellites. Many of them, you know, are weaponized platforms. Uh, Some of them are definitely corporate-owned spy drones. But you can still see stars, and... Even with the stress, this is nice. The meal wraps up and a little bit of a pregnant pause in the conversation, a lull. Um, At some point, someone's got to bring up like next steps. So... I think maybe everyone's waiting for someone else to do it.
1: Fuck it. This is we're we're three or four beers in at this point. Um, Fuck it. We need cash. He looks over at Drawl. Yeah. What you got for us?
4: I'm working on it. Give me a minute. All
2: right. So, draw. You pull up the message board on your glow, and you're scrolling and you're scrolling. There's a lot of garbage jobs that you just filter out. A, a lot of them are just not worth the time, not worth the money. You know, you've got. You know, some of the posters. It. This is shit work. You're not gonna do shit work.
1: Uh.
2: Eventually you sort through and there's three jobs that seem promising. Uh, One of them is kind of a a bounty hunting gig. Um, There's a, a farmer a little bit further out in the wastes who's... Crops have been being eaten by some sort of mutant wild animal, and they're offering a bounty on the, the, the hides, the skulls that you can bring in of these creatures. Uh, another one is an escort mission. Uh, there's a, a merchant here in Solace who is making a, uh, a sales run out to a small little, barely can be called a town, out in the middle of nowhere. And they've ordered some food and supplies. Uh, so there's a payday for escorting these merchants out there to drop it off. And another one is basically a protection gig acting as bodyguards for a scientific expedition to uh, dig into something underground. and they they rattled off they rattled off a couple things, but then kind of said, well, we can't go into more detail, it, it's kind of classified, but we're we're doing a scientific excavation into the history of the old world, and we just need protection. So you're looking at these three jobs, and they seem to be the most promising. Um, and that's what, that's what you've got right now.
4: <sighs> okay. So... Three. Count them three options, gang. So we've got a taxidermy mission, a babysitting mission, or we got mystery underground bodyguard. What sounds like the right way to go.
0: I don't like taxes and babies.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's more uh, more like a like a bounty hunter for like a monster eating some farmer shit. Like base level. That seems like Entry level taxi baby, whatever stuff. So that could be fun. I don't think there are babies or taxes involved. Um,
3: ground for a long time. What (laughs) said we've been underground for a long time? I,
4: yep.
5: What's the um, what's the relative pay for each of these gigs? Which pays the most? This guy.
0: This guy knows
5: it. This guy.
1: Thank you, it. babe.
0: Yeah, honey.
1: Galen breaks out the whiskey and passes it over to Mox.
0: <clears throat> I like it here. So
2: the protection gig for the excavation is offering the highest upfront paycheck, but they also do not have a confirmed end date of this job. They say it might be ongoing. It depends on how long the excavation continues. They offer room and board and then a potential secondary payday based on what they find. The escort mission has the lowest pay, but it is also the fastest job. The bounty hunting kill the animals mission has potentially some more pay because it's a pay per head you bring in.
4: Okay. So, and she's gonna she's gonna flip out the little kickstand on her glow and set it down. Okay. And she's gonna double click on um, option one. Option number one. We are bounty hunting for monsters that are fucking with this farmer stuff. It's pay per head. So opportunity for moving up within the company, as it were, Um, but uh, if you get bored, you can just be like, fuck it, you're on your own. Option number two, Um, affectionately known as the babysitting gig. Uh, It is an escort for some solace merchants doing a typical pick-me-up rendezvous. They just need an escort to get from A to B. Seems like pretty cut and dry, fastest thing. Get in, get out, get paid. But, and this one double clicks the, um, the Mystery Underground Bodyguard Science Expedition um, and says, this one has the most adventure. But it honestly looks like it's gonna suck our bones dry on time because it's an open-ended. I see right there, open-ended. So if we're if we're in it, we gotta be in it. We can't just like be like, hey, I left my dog on fire and then just like leave. So, uh... Team okay.
3: Vote! Who is the escort
4: mission from. Can you tell? I asked the paperboy to trace it, to be more specific, but uh, I, from what I can see, it's pretty vague, honestly, and a little cryptic. Um, it says a science exhibition. No, no. Oh, the Escort. So, so sorry. Sorry, sorry about the Escort. Um, yeah, it's just some Solace merchants, just some, some pretty dry kind of stuff. As you can see, I am under the siren spell of the unknown task. It does sound like you have a preference. I don't want to do that one at all. It just sounds like the most fun and the most likely to get us killed. Everybody loves the Escort mission. I mean... That's true.
5: If, if I'm going to, with my opinion, the you now that that escort babysitting job you were talking about for the merchants, what was it? They did you say they were transporting food?
2: Yeah, so B actually recognizes this is a a merchant that she's worked with before, it goes by Zeke. Uh, Zeke typically has dry goods, uh canned supplies, shelf-stable supplies, and this is a job just to run an order out to a tiny little settlement out in the middle of nowhere, and it, it, it's basically like, I don't want to get ganked while I'm doing this run.
5: That's
0: a pretty noble we'll one.
4: That was my thought. Yeah, it's 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 pretty self-explanatory babysitting uh dash order, basically. So.
3: Well, kind of. Zeke's really finicky, and he's always late, oh. and sometimes he'll share his food with you, but I wouldn't count on it.
4: So you know it's
3: him? Rick. Yeah. You know Zeke. He's that shop down,
4: like, Ugh. three stalls over by uh, the place that we got cigarettes that one time. He's so stingy, he overcharges me every time, so I always pay someone else to go in, because I get a discount that way. Exactly. Ugh. I don't so, know what his deal is with me, but fuck that guy. If,
3: well, if we wanted quick money, we could do that,
4: but is there a start time that happens with the expedition? Let me check. I'm gonna pull up the vague details of the expedition.
2: So they are... Wanting to leave Solace within the next three days, they want to try to get this bodyguard in place first, but they don't want to wait indefinitely before they head out, saying that uh, the ideal big conditions will escape them if they wait much longer.
4: We're flexible, Fritos, on that one, um, because it's got like a three-day. Hey, I don't know, Mox, keep your mouth shut. Um, I uh, yeah, three days. They want to they want to leave. So if we can get if we can get this other shit done, I mean, we could probably get a pretty pretty nice bankroll if you're feeling it. But I'd say i say start with start with your buddy Zeke. I mean, you guys are cool, right?
3: He uh, he, and I got in a shouting match last time, but I think we're cool. As long as you want, it's fine. Oh, wow. I usually win or cry. I don't think I cried that time.
1: What gets our standing up higher, faster? Oh, fuck? Not any of these jobs. Oh, balls.
3: So what? what if we do as many jobs as we can quickly, does that help our standing go up? Or is it literally just like the job that we take that will just oh, help
4: us jump? Oh, I'm sure one, one of these is better than the other. I'm just being negative about it all because this stuff is small potatoes compared to what I used to do. Man, I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. And uh, it's going to pull up those three jobs and uh, look at which one can help the most.
2: The... Like- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> so the uh, the protection gig for the excavation would have the highest improvement to your reputation because it is potentially the most involved. Because there's not a specific end date, uh, it has a pretty high paycheck to start with. The escort mission for Zeke's food run is the lowest. Because it's literally just driving and driving back. Uh, the 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 bounty hunting, taxidermy, farmer gig is kind of low, but potentially could be higher if like you bring in a whole bunch of them. Basic basically, your impression is. They're just wanting you to take out the the herd that is attacking their crop right now. But if you eliminated the threat completely, they might give you a really good customer feedback survey, which would pay off in the long run.
4: Okay, um, with this information, um, she's going to pick the glow up off the table. Um, she's going to take all three. She's going to... Um, tap a couple things on the side, open a slider. She's going to highlight um, start times, standing increase, and she's going to circle um, relative details. And then she is going to collage the three together in the order in which they are most um, increasing in standing. And then she's going to sit it on the table. Take a look at that. That's going to be the order that you asked for. Here are the additional details as well as the start times. I think that… I think that we can do just about anything we set out to do, whether that's make money, increase standing, or book other jobs with any of these. So, take a look and let me know what you think.
5: Hey, look at these. My first thought is that two of them are gambles. The, you know, bodyguard… Yeah. Looks like it might raise, uh, your standing a lot, but… Let's say it takes a month. What's to say it takes three months? How many gigs could we get done in that amount of time? Sometimes the small things add up faster. And this one here with the hunting, um, you know, maybe the initial infestation is only three things and we don't get paid that much. It's a gamble that we find enough to make it worth our while.
4: It's an investment. In your time, it's a gamble. Fine, it's a fucking gamble.
5: <laughs> now I'm willing to gamble with my time, but I'm not going to make that decision for all of you. So, just throwing it out there.
1: This 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 expedition that that you know, is it is are they from Solace that's doing this, or do they just coming through Solace?
2: Uh, drawl expand click zooms and enhances (laughs) digs into the details a little bit Uh, this is a group of independent scientists so they are not associated with any metroplex or corporation they are Dedicated to this expedition for the sake of scientific discovery. And uh, they came to Solace to get supplies. Basically to use it as a staging point before they headed out.
1: Well, my, my thing is here to kind of build on some of this. As much as I love escort missions. Helping out one of our own. And I say our and the royal we, you know, uh, might have a longer payday in the the end. You're right. Just going and posting up at some dinosaur dig or something like that, you know?
3: Zeke's really connected. He uh, talks to all of the other merchants and often recommends, like, people to help with other shit. It would be the easiest way to get into more of the security things for Solace. Just by word of mouth.
1: I mean, local heroes as we could be. It would be interesting.
3: Really depends on how close to home we really want to stay.
2: Uh, Galen... You have a thought as as we are making this decision here. Uh, you remember the map.
1: Yeah, I was wondering you if we were going to get to that or not. The, I was the sitting there thinking cut. of that thing, yeah.
2: Yeah, you, you've got all of this on the Winnebago. Uh, you can easily check if uh, any of your safe passage through Dust Jockey territory... Would be of assistance.
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking about some of that. I was actually thinking about that more for the uh, the excavation, <laughs> like like are they asking Are they asking for protection through that sort of piece too? But if it is a run, you know, we could take them through the territories that we now know and save ourselves some time and energy as well.
2: So you you take a look at all of this stuff. The excavation is. Uh, further south, towards Mexico, mm-hmm. the uh, the hunting gig is out in the middle of nowhere, kind of to the east of Solace, uh, which is away from Dust Jockey territory. Uh, The escort mission for Zeke's shipment is a little bit to the north. And here you see that one of the shortcuts that the dust jockeys use Mm -hmm. would easily shave a day of travel off of the normal route.
1: So... In in kind of doing the math with some of that too, then Galen's gonna look at everybody and go, Um, listen, as much as I think we'd love to do some scientific experimentation, I don't think it's the kind of science that you all want to be doing. And he looks over at Mox for his uh dark wave generator. Um and more importantly, I don't wanna go anywhere near fucking Mexico right now because there's a goddamn border war happening and I don't want to get stuffed up with any of those uh gorillas and military units uh and so good luck to them on their scientific discovery as far as I'm concerned uh in terms of hunting I'm not exactly the best hunter it's not my gig uh maybe y'all out here are a little bit more open to that kind of idea but perhaps if we could use a few of our new found we'll call them shipping lanes uh that our friends have uh helped us out with um there's a good chance that we could get through some of this uh mostly unscathed
5: well and adding on to that if i may what with your friend's name zeke Further name if we are able to conduct this transport even faster than he and safer than he might have imagined. Maybe an extra positive review, uh, assuming with no specifics as to how we managed to get it through so quickly, might end up going a little way in restoring your lost reputation.
3: Not a bad idea. I just want to know what's going to stop the DJs from uh, taking the stuff that we are shipping through because we definitely took that transponder off the of winnebago
2: no you took no we took the tracker. We, we took the, the tracker off. and the bugs that you found but the transponder galen wanted to leave yeah
1: okay we left it we left the thing that's going to keep the flying shit from buzzing the tower
3: okay well I mean, and I
1: swear to God, if
5: they it, the second time we do an escort mission and they rip us off twice, I swear, I'm, mm, I'm blowing the I motherfucker's know. head off. This <laughs> <I mean, laughs> a bad time.
3: We trust them for it. On They've sight at that really point, on sight. Ain't no worries.
0: I will fly two birds at them. And you're gonna see what's coming <laughs> right, right of <into> that fucking <laughs>
5: drugs.
3: <laughs> well, all right. I guess that means we're a. Uh, we're looking at helping Zeke.
4: What do you guys think? Drawl? What do you think? Fuck yeah. She grabs her glow and she uh, three clicks the uh, Zeke mission. Done? Wow, that was quick.
0: Hey, hey. You remember them posts about getting that bread? <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> dumb, <laughs> dumb shit.
4: You know, we out here. Maybe not for a long time, but I, I should go, I should go.
5: I swear to God, are we still using hashtags? Really? That for... is the most post-apocalyptic aspect of this entire thing. That <laughs> is the biggest hellscape.
3: I heard they used to have them on what they had as telephones, which were like the precursor to glows. I
5: remember those, yeah, I, I remember reading
3: that. I was about that, and they used to call it the pound sign. What are you pounding with it?
1: You don't want to know. I, Old ass Zoomers. <laughs> I like bread though. Bread's really good.
3: We love bread.
1: Yeah, we want bread. Well,
3: we're getting bread.
2: Bread, yeah. Yeah.
0: Bread club. Bread, so, bread club
2: draw now that you have accepted the job. A message pops up from Zeke. And he's saying well, uh, thanks for taking the job. Um looking to leave tomorrow morning if if that works for you.
4: Um, and she's going to enlarge the message, turn it to uh B. This your man's early morning or late morning. What are you thinking?
3: I mean, Zeke spends a lot of time over at the Firefly. I'm pretty sure that means late morning, but you might want to oh, check oh. sometimes again.
4: Zeke's finicky. For sure. Uh, and then I'll just type out, see you at, oh, like, we're at 11 or something. See you at 11, question mark. Bagels, question mark.
2: Mm, bagels. Uh, response comes back. I prefer to leave a little earlier some of these, uh, some, some, I've got a, I prefer to leave a little bit earlier. (sighs) There is, there's extra souls in it. If I, if I get there on time,
4: (laughs) this man, this man is trying to stay in. (laughs) Extra souls? Question? Question? Done. Plan for 9am? Y'all? All
1: right. Sure enough. Yeah.
4: Who's bringing the coffee? <sighs> Fuck, I'll get it. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's the least I can do for dicking us on a higher pay. It'll be fine, guys, it'll be fine. And she's, she puts her hood up, and starts walking away a little bit, arms crossed, and you just hear, it'll be fine. It'll Draw. Be fine. Draw. Y- yeah. Draw. Yeah. We made the decision together. Yeah, it just wasn't feel... just you. <sighs> Thank you.
3: We Means had our back to hear
4: that. against the wall. The fucky wall. The fucky wall. The whole thing.
5: Mox pops open the bullet-ridden <laughs> red cooler, pulling out an armful of beers, closes it, sits down on top of it, and starts tossing them out to everyone. Well, until then, <laughs> he has to do a better job than last time with fewer Freddie
1: Mercury and play chairs to that. Argos, play queen. Oh, damn it!
5: And he starts doing it. <laughs> Bad dog.
1: <laughs> Been waiting a long and, time for that. <laughs> and
2: the night continues. Everyone has a good time. We will smash cut to the next morning. The Winnebago is idling on the road. And Zeke is pulling up behind you. Uh, Zeke has like an old U-Haul kind of truck. That he's been using. Uh, It's got some armor bolted onto it. Uh, It's got some heavy-duty desert tires. Sensor package. No weapons to speak of. And uh, it is loaded full. uh, Sitting a little bit heavy on the axles. And he pulls up at the meeting point. Right outside of Solace. There's kind of like a, a dispatch area in the road. And... He pulls up next to the Winnebago. Morning, y'all.
1: Yep, morning. You must be Zeke.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So looking at the map here, uh, we're probably gonna take about three days to get out there. they they wanted us to hustle. they said they're, they've been running real low some some sort of infestation ripped up some of their supplies uh, so they had to get rid of stuff that's that's is basically a rush order you know so they they offered a, a few extra souls if if we got there quick still though going through the, the the mountains going through that dangerous territory that's out there it's gonna take us probably three days of driving to get there. I don't know why they're so the hell far out there. I mean it's the middle of nowhere. Question for you, Zeke. Huh? Maybe
0: exactly. You,
2: you, I'm just making sure you've dealt with these people before, yeah? Oh, oh, absolutely. Um I, okay. I know these customers, I vetted them. This this isn't any kind of weird gig. Um, it's it's this little tiny settlement, maybe a half dozen families who who thought they could uh chase some wealth out there in the wastes, make their own little town. And they're stubborn, <laughs> they're right. stubborn as hell. They just don't want to give up. You know,
0: can't, you know how can't it goes. On. Can't, can't hate on for that. I get it.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, follow us. We'll keep you through. Uh, I, we know some shortcuts and we got some ways to get around through it. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll beat that three days for you. How about it?
2: That that seems unlikely.
1: You know, we just I know it don't look like much, and he just kind of slaps the side of the Winnebago. He's like, but you know, you've got it where it counts. Can I can I pull
5: the group aside really quick? I feel like maybe uh we glossed over a little detail in in my drunken stupor last night. I, I take all the blame for it, but um We have a transponder. Mm Mhm. Yeah, he don't.
3: He he doesn't. Stay safe. I. Second. We're gonna be taking all of the stuff ourselves.
5: Yes, this is a little bit of a different situation. Um, second, he's gonna see these um little pathways here. That's mm-hmm. not good, probably, from the employ- our employer's perspective. Um, so I I, I think three days is probably a good estimate, and we should stick to that, probably. If we can get there like two and a half, that'd be great, but I
1: don't yeah, know if an extra half
5: day is worth getting I mean, I yeah. I mean
1: <laughs> we I just got, put got, a little nitro behind the, behind the wheel, you know what
0: I mean? I got a thought. I'm mean, to. Here we go. Dog's big brain right now. No,
1: I give it to us now.
0: Everyone take, take that dang old transponder, and put it on wherever the fuck this vehicle is. If we, especially if we got to drive it back now, if we do that, we we've let him know that he can have secure passage through there if he uses our services, and we have continued employment.
5: So we would have to travel only in his vehicle, and not the well, windy. I mean, what do you do? What is it? You just plug it in USB? It's quick. You
0: just swap yeah, it's it. Backwards? a little
5: bit of an oversimplification, but let's go with that. Yeah, so. Uh, all right. well. So, uh, Mox,
2: excellent point. Well done. You also. <laughs> well done
5: th- on avoiding my trap.
2: <laughs> you also think of another possible solution, which is.
5: Convincing him not to come. Yeah, there is that. I mean, as long as... um. So with glows and video to video, like video chat, I assume the distance, it's not like we're going to be out of tower signal there. So we would still have it, like the face-to-face it, contact of him with the people there so that it, they know we're legit. It would be like going
2: from, uh, you know, 5G coverage in the city out to some LTE 3G shit when you're hiking.
0: Fair, fair. Can I just say, we can do I love that Caleb... I love that Caleb was like, well, 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 big bad evil guy.
2: <laughs> you well, but you you've you've thought through the plan, Mr. Bond. Very good. <laughs>
1: you've beaten my my map trap. <laughs> uh B
3: has an idea.
2: Yes, B. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Totally not because of the, the god voice in the sky. <laughs> <running around>. um, <laughs> B takes um, one of the cigarettes that she still has from her ear, puts it in her mouth, lights it. You know, Mox, I've done deliveries for Zeke before. Uh, I could... Could maybe convince Zeke to stay behind. Uh, I think the only reason why he's coming along is because he's checking on either family or he doesn't trust you guys.
5: Either way, it's fair. I think if you can convince him to stay here, one of us or a couple of us can take over driving that, then that seems the best. Solution: If he and 5th aren't coming, we can't use those pathways, though.
3: Okay. Ho. Can I practice really quick with you guys? I, this is nervous. Oh,
5: lay it on me. Lay- <clears throat> all right, all right. Pre- okay. Pretend, pretend I'm Zeke. Okay.
2: Me- no. Meanwhile, Zeke <laughs> is just hanging out of his truck, like, what?
1: What? The, what <laughs> the hell is going on? Is what it a trailer it? that he's pulling, or is it just like a delivery truck?
2: No, it's like a U-Haul. It's like one of the old U-Hauls with the the over-the-cabin. What did they call that? Grandma's shelf or some shit. It's one of those. Grandma's attic. There it is. So he's like, "Well, I guess I'll just stretch my legs." And he's like,
1: leaning. I don't know what's going on.
3: I look over my shoulder at Zeke. Like, okay, okay.
2: We're taking a knee over here.
3: Game plan. Best
0: service you're gonna get.
3: What? Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Take your time. Okay, guys. Here it is. Hey, Zeke. So, we were great job.
5: You're doing great so far.
3: Th- thank you. So we were thinking, uh, we could actually cut down the time of delivery for you if we had you stay at home. It will make all of the vehicles one, more aerodynamic, two, We don't have to worry about you know doing shifts where we sleep because we can all just swap off we're really really good at that and we have practice and three that also means you can run your shop and not have to worry about going out to the sticks
5: oh my goodness b you are brilliant and i think you deserve extra pay for saving me so much difficulty
3: Mm. do you do you think that he's gonna catch that i called him Caught him a little heavy for the vehicles. Should I cut that part?
5: Just read the room, read it in the moment, you know. Okay,
3: okay, right, all right. All right, guys, game plan, we good?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I'm gonna go try it now.
1: All right. Okay,
3: B walks over to the truck. Hey, hey, Zeke, how's it going? How are the pets? How's your partner? Uh, I got a question.
2: Uh, so Zeke is leaning up against the truck. He's, uh, he's got a cigarette dangling out of his mouth, just kind of wasting time. He is. He didn't see B originally, so you see some surprise, like, oh, oh, you're with this crew. Okay. Um. Did. Do you think the last time B and Zeke had a run-in, do you think that was good or bad?
3: I mean, we had a shouting match, and sometimes I do really well and I win. That's true. Sometimes I cry, and I don't remember if I cried last time, but we're usually pretty good.
2: All right. Um, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, first off, I want you to give me an even or odds... On how the last interaction with Zeke went, you call it he evens. Okay, so uh, when Zeke sees you, you can see his body language shift a little bit negatively, and he's like, "Oh, hey, B. Oh, B. <laughs> Look, I, I told you." that that palette of beer was not broken when I dropped it off at Ferdie's. I don't care what you say, it was not broken. God, it looks like this going great so far. But, bygones are bygones. Family's fine. Jimmy's fine. Uh, I didn't know you were with this crew. I thought you were normally just uh, hanging out
3: working well, hey i honestly don't remember the beer i probably drank some after i found some of the broken bottles but you know it, it honestly could have been broke they
2: weren't they weren't
3: I, i'm just telling you okay it's okay bygones are bygones and i'm so glad to hear about jimmy um i uh, found a new crew we're trying to get some stuff done and uh, wanted to start doing some good missions uh we really love solace and yeah, good place to live we thought that we would start by helping out some of the the folks here just like you And you, you know i'm good for it i've been running for ferdy i've done runs for you too
2: ferdy's a peach Yo, they always take care of us
3: and i'm always happy to put in a good word Uh, with Ferdy for you, too, just in case, you know, something that doesn't happen happens uh, in the future, I have a question for you. Okay,
2: right. Lay it it on me.
3: A proposition, at least. Probably. So, me and my crew were thinking, uh, especially because of how well we work together, uh, that we could probably cut down your delivery time if we had you stay here. That way you could uh, run your business and make money while we're gone, and you don't have to worry about any of the shipment, and um, we'll go really, really, really fast without you.
2: Takes a... takes a long drag. So... So you're saying you and your friends who I don't know want to take my supplies, my shipment from my store without me to check it and keep it safe. And you're, you're just going to deliver it faster than if I was with you. That feels suspicious.
3: I am happy to provide confirmation as soon as we reach the place and also make sure that uh, if you need to pick up anything from over there, we can bring it back post haste. I'm just letting you know, uh, my crew and I, you know, they are my friends, but we're also a crew. Um, We're professionals at this and we're a well-oiled machine. And I do think that um, we would do a very good job and our work would speak for ourselves. So. I think you should consider it, especially since I could also hook you up with some stuff at Ferdy's.
5: let's do a persuasion check.
3: <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to happen.
5: <laughs> While she's rolling, quick question. Can we hear this from where we are? Well, absolutely. This is This is just <laughs> like... Right next to the
1: winner. I'm I'm just picturing I'm just picturing several of us behind her being like this like the whole time (laughs) she's doing it. Are are you behind Zeke
2: giving her the encouragement? Like so he can't see you. Yes. I love it.
3: Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. This is so stressful. I got a nineteen.
2: All right. Zeke at the beginning feels you can tell from his body language he is not buying this at all okay. but b keeps going you can tell that the <sighs> promise of some hookup with Ferdy sweetens the deal uh you can he he kind of locks in on the well, I could be here working instead of closing my shop. Okay, you see him kind of connecting the dots. Well, all right, this—I'm not comfortable. I don't—I don't like this. This is my goods, my supplies. I—I'm worried. I
3: know it's your babies. I get it. I get it. And we would I could. All of this, like your babies.
5: I could offer you some collateral. What do you mean? Well, uh, something that you can hold on to. Yes, um, I know yeah. what collateral is. <laughs> Why'd you <laughs> ask what I meant, if you knew what it meant? Like, what, what do you, what do you
2: mean is the collateral? What are you offering? See, that's a different.
5: Argos. Oh, are you Mox? And... No, but neither are he. So that puts us in the same situation.
3: I have stuff at my house I can offer as collateral. I don't... It's Argos. Who's going to play the music?
5: I mean, if you don't need the collateral, I'd love to keep my pup with me. But (laughs) if that's... If that's what it takes for you to trust us... I mean, I... That's... That's a cool dog. Yeah, yeah, you're damn right he's a cool... uh, Sorry, but... But this that that's that's like it's like
2: a sacred bond. I, don't, I wouldn't leave my dog with a stranger.
5: Good. I'll well, keep him with me.
2: Like, yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to mess. You don't mess, <laughs> you don't mess with dogs. You don't mess with dogs, man. You know, all those old movies. You don't mess with the dogs.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: I,
5: I wasn't going to give the you to him. F- it was this with all bluster. Don't look f- f- at me like that. The fact the fact that. You you
2: would offer to leave your dog with me worries me actually more. Because why would you just give up your dog? That makes me That's... think you're the bad guy in the movie.
3: No, he's doing baby for baby.
5: This is why I don't try to do too many nice things, you see? That's how confident we are is that we're going to give you a dog just in case. Let I
2: feel like we're getting off track. I'm I'm hesitant but I'm okay with it. I'm worried though, so we gotta stay in contact. I want updates. I wanna know where you are.
4: Like a picture every 10 minutes or like- That's
2: just excessive.
4: I was just, I was wondering how deep this level I'm, went.
2: I'm gonna be busy in the store as B pointed out. So let,
1: let's let I'll, have... I'll tell you what, why don't we give you an update at the end of every day, just to tell you where we're at. Okay. Give you a sit rep. When we, okay. when we stop for the night, we'll just, I like, we'll just give you a little heads that's up. That's
2: professional. Yeah. That's
1: professional. I like that.
2: You use use fancy professional words. That makes me feel good. Thank you. Yes. Okay.
3: You have my number two. If you need anything and you can't get a hold of us through any other avenues. So
2: Okay. I'm um, all right. All right. This is this is a risk, but if it gets done faster and I can keep working and ferdy helps me out on the back end i think we can all profit from this all right let's that reward go ahead keys tosses them to you
3: thank you i'll call ferdy on the way out
2: all right and uh zeke sits there like He walks away, but he doesn't leave. Like, he wants to stay there and watch you
5: drive away. Who's going to be driving this one? Mox says Mox is a decent driver. Not a great driver, like some people, but a decent driver.
3: I have quite a few points in driving as well.
5: Take it away.
3: Yeah. Why don't why don't we both drive the U-Haul box truck? It's going to be a long drive. We share cigarettes, have Argos play music.
5: See no downside.
3: Okay. So, as we're pulling out then, B is going to accidentally throw it into reverse. <laughs> as soon as we start the convoy. <laughs> so collect it! And then you, just, on you hear Zeke. Oh, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I'm going to uh-huh. hold the horn, wave out the window, like, have a good
1: day.
2: You, you give him a thumbs up out the window. <laughs>
1: Everything's good. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so once once they start to take off, I kind of do one of those run, jump skips up into the part of the Winnebago, close the door as I go through. It's like, all right, boys and girls, down the yellow brick road we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So this convoy of two vehicles pulls out of Solace. You see the lights in the rear view. and you're driving. It's early. It's not. It's early morning when you set out, and it's 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 not slow going. It's just kind of boring. You you pass uh, other smaller vehicles. Um, the these are not any of the major industrial corp held super highways that the drone driven or uh, like drone piloted massive 20 car brain shipping beasts are driving on these are small roads they're paved but you know the desert eats up roads real quick so it's bumpy um, you get to a, a point where uh, Zeke's path the regular road would take you kind of off but given the map you have through Dust Jockey territory you take a different route you drive for a little bit um, you immediately notice that this this road is actually clearer and smoother that's one of the reasons it's faster because the dust jockeys have actually maintained the roads in their territories. Uh, There are a handful of times where you see on the horizon some dust jockey activity and it just goes past you. Uh, There's a couple times where a patrol of maybe six armored motorcycles pulls up beside you. Uh, you can see a ping on your transponder, which the transponder automatically returns the the security go code. And you see them like give you the wave and they keep going.
1: Yeah, I was going to say out the window, I kind of lean one trucker shoulder out and just kind of give them one of these. I'll do yeah. on one of these as we go along too, you know, like trying to get, Galen knows everything's not cool so he's trying to be a little overly friendly
2: yeah um this part of the desert is relatively flat so you've got a long view to the horizon um you do see kind of out in the middle of nowhere some small buildings here and there uh, since you know that this is dust jockey territory, maybe they're just little armor stations or way stations, but you're moving pretty fast. So you don't really stop to look at them. You're not sure if they have anything to do with the facility or not. Uh, And it gets to nighttime. You've you've got a whole day, it's burned down. It's, uh, it is probably 10, 11 at night. This has been a long day on the road. And you just, Are you we decide still in to... DJ
1: territory when it becomes night? Yes.
2: Basically, if, if we think of it like the route that Zeke would have taken, the regular route would have been like way out and a big loop around. that There's a, a little mountain range and, and you're just barreling a straight line.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so yeah, it is still, you're still solidly in territory.
1: So in theory we're safe. Yeah. Kinda of turns around as we're getting a little late. I get on the horn with the with the convoy, uh, and you know, sort of ask if we're ready to make camp for the night or or what we want to do. Or if we just want to drive on through.
5: Mox in the other like one window rolled down cigarette and, uh, robotic arm hanging out one side, uh, gets the ping from the glow and just looks over to B. Yoko. oh both. you still feeling fresh you need a rest?
3: <laughs> I mean, we've both done shifts. I, how much time have we knocked off of this? I can't tell. I'm so confused about where we are right now.
5: It's been about 12 hours or so. <laughs> How... Not counting that little break when everyone had the pith at the same time.
3: <laughs> it was
5: real awkward for a minute. <laughs> it's,
0: it's
3: just efficient. Everything. I know. Uh, can you ask how much longer we have to go? Because I don't want to stop if we have, like, over over two-thirds to go.
5: Uh, let, let, me, let me call and check <clears> him. <throat> uh, B would like to know how much further we have in total given this new time estimate with our routes.
1: Uh, Galen's going to be looking at the maps during all this since he's got the bigger display on all of this. Um, Doing roughly about a 15 on the die to study the maps for his survival.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, You've got another... If you, probably 15 hours.
1: Mm. Yeah. So we are only going to knock a day off, basically. We're gonna run a day and a half. Yeah, we should probably break down for the night. We still got a good ways to go. Probably no better place to do it than around here.
5: Oh, right, I think we're pulling off.
3: Let's get it, get some sleep.
2: All right. Uh, do do y'all camp out or do you sleep in the Winnebago?
4: I would imagine in the Winnebago, right?
3: Yeah. And some things out there I would imagine. We also had a courier die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> earlier because of that shit.
1: There's plenty of places if you want to just, there's a couple of free seats up front. You can always tear down the uh, little dinette area. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's a, it's a queen bed in the back If, you know, anybody wants to Jack up, I guess
3: I'm happy to cuddle with anybody Who needs it Just make sure you're wearing clothes, please
5: <laughs> All I right. know, draw, I know hey, um, B, Before we leave the uh, Truck here unattended You're better with the mechanics Than I am Is there any way you could, uh Make it so no one else could possibly start the ignition. You know, kind of hot wire prevention, take out anything in there to make it so it won't go until you put it back in. Call me paranoid, but I'm paranoid.
3: Absolutely. Just, uh, please make sure in the morning to remind me to put it back.
5: Sounds like a
2: deal. Okay. Alright, you, you can do that without any check. That's, that's a normal thing. Cool. Uh, well, normal in the sense that you've hot-wired cars before, so you know how to do the reverse.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And make it look like it's not happened.
2: Exactly. Okay, so you have some dinner, you relax a little bit, you stretch from driving all day. Everyone uh, cozies up in the Winnebago. Here's what I want from everybody. I want a, I'm gonna call this a passive perception. So just give me a 10 plus your perception modifier.
1: Galen's got an 11.
5: 15. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking at Draw's character sheet. I was wondering why that was so high. 10? Or 12. 13.
4: 12. Just what it is without rolling anything.
2: Yeah, ten plus what the modifier is. Okay, it's
4: fifteen.
2: What did you have, dog? Thirteen. B
3: 12.
2: Twelve. Sorry. I just got I got everything mixed up. Okay. So it is one AM. And You hear a noise. You're not sure if this is just a noise in the Winnebago, if this is just kind of desert animals, but it brings you awake enough that you're paying attention to it. You hear on the right side of the Winnebago like something scratching along the wall, and then it stops. And then on the other side of the Winnebago, Feels like something's dragging along the body on the outside.
4: Um, So, uh, at the at the first scratch, she's gonna reach whoever is in arms reach. Gently shove. When the other one happens, gently shove. What?
3: What? Sorry, what? The DJ is up. There's no shit out there. What do you think it is?
4: I don't know, but I don't like it. It's playing with us. It's on both sides.
3: What? Okay.
2: You haven't heard anything yet, B.
3: Are you? I was having weird dreams, so I'm not gonna question. I think we just go and both look out the windows. Be quiet.
5: Oh, I'll go to school.
3: And oh. just, I, I don't think he's awake. But whatever we need to do, we need to check in and see it quick okay. so that we can wake everybody else up. You go that side, I'll go this side. Okay.
2: So you're looking on opposite sides of the Winnebago, like out the window. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sneaky. Draw. You're looking around. Uh, it's dark out there, so you kind of like you got your hands to the glass. You're not sure. You don't, you don't see anything. B. You're doing the same thing. And then suddenly, a face slams against the window in front of you. B. It is a huge, massive skull, uh, a bestial skeleton with some sort of horns extending from the back of its head like antlers of a stag, and uh, black, inky black, broken nails scrape across the glass in front of your face.
3: B, instead of screaming, which I personally would do, um, B is going to slowly move away from the window, make sure that the curtain is still covering everything, turn to draw. D, don't look out there, but do you remember the surveillance stuff for the the bago? We need to get on that right now. There's some otherworldly shit out there and I think we need to wake up Dog because he might know something about this. I've never seen this shit. I don't remember reading about this shit. I've never watched anything about this shit. And there's something awful outside.
2: As you are saying this, the Winnebago starts to shake like something is pushing
5: Uh on it. go up!
2: up. And that's where we'll end it.
5: Always fucking Wendigo. 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 (laughs) Come on, Wendigo.
3: Since y'all saying the name, it's gonna make it more powerful.
5: I said it three times. It's the Beetlejuice (laughs) logic. (laughs)
3: I'm Mr. Nanos in the desert.
2: (gasps) Oh, we will leave our intrepid crew here at the end of episode (laughs) seven. Thank you in the chat. Thank you, future audience, for watching. Uh, Tune in next week, the 10th of October for Chaos Incorporated. And the week after that, we will see what happens with these folks and the thing outside the Winnebago. (laughs) Let's
3: cry and piss our pants.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's step step one. (laughs) Step one. All right. Let's have our so longs here. Check in with our crew and where they can be found on the internets and what they're doing, starting with Mallow. Uh,
1: Hi, if you would like to see more of the things that I do, uh, both for Identico and uh, for a new thing that I will be announcing soon, uh, check it out uh, at the Mallow Man everywhere. Uh, I mean, I'm literally everywhere it's trademarked at this point, so check it out. Uh, and also, uh, if you are in the Dayton, Ohio area, or even in, I don't know how big Ohio is, but just fuck it. All parts of Ohio. Come to Dayton uh, for a Catacon, so I can see you there uh, in the flesh. I will have a booth. We will have tables. We're going to do some crazy stuff that we haven't fully fleshed out yet, but Caleb and I are working on it behind the scenes. Uh, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, so join us for a catacon November 3rd through 5th. Uh, in Dayton, uh, is our next live appearance. So, uh, and then, uh, yeah, come check us out. Wild.
3: Mm, Yes, hello. You will find me on my couch and or in my warehouse, uh, or online at wildling011. And, uh, yeah, I will be cheering on the Mellow Man because a catacomb is coming soon. Wink.
2: (laughs) quick nudge nudge. <laughs> hey.
0: Oh hey. Uh yeah, you can find me online. I recently got into photography and I have a project coming up. You can find me at the Mallow Man on all platforms <laughs> and follow me and get a good look at uh <laughs> some photography that I'm not gonna say is mine.
3: You can tell there we're online go. a
4: lot. And I can do it. Was that me? Yeah. That was
2: you. That was you.
4: I can be found <laughs> online. Good luck and Godspeed. <laughs> it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. We don't know where. Find her like, at where's... 95% Lauren. <laughs> or where's Waldo? Only better. You're giving away all my secrets. Yeah, I'm 95% Shh. Lauren. I'm don't Jordan. spoil
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ethan, bring us home. <laughs> You can find me and Lauren's cosplay side at Thousand Faces Cosplay pretty much everywhere. Our TikTok is almost exclusively D&D content. So if you want D&D tips, tricks, chat, all of that, check out there. If you want to see our cosplay, Thousand Faces Cosplay, Instagram, Facebook, all those places.
2: And I am on the socials at the Caleb G. You can find me right here for Chaos Incorporated, here and there for Farm to Fable, and taking up a lot of space in the archives of the RPG Academy. As Mallow pointed out, catacon 2023, Dayton, Ohio, the 3rd through the 5th of November. Tickets and event registration are live on tabletop.events. You can also buy tickets at the door in November. Uh, so come hang out. We got a lot of fun events, and it's going to be a great time. That is it for today. We will see you next week. Same cyber time, same cyber station. Good night, take care of yourself. We love you. Drink water, eat food, take meds. Be nice to yourself. You deserve it. And we'll see you next time.
1: We love you, bye. Goodbye. Bye everybody. Neon Trails is Ethan as Mox, Lauren as Drawl, Pete as Dog, Wild as B, me Mallow as Galen, and the Caleb G is our game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on Twitch.tv/identico, and you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com Identico. Finally, you can follow along with us on the socials, at Identico on Twitter and at Humanoid Games on threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.